Teresa Hildebrand, and this is Organized Chaos. We take a deep dive into living with intentionality, focusing on what's important in our lives so we can truly feel our best. It may feel chaotic at times, but with a little organization, the right mindset, and a ton of self-love, we can still thrive. Join me as we talk to other busy moms and experts who will share tips and strategies to help you reach your goals. Hope you enjoy this episode of Organized Chaos. Now, on to the show. All right, welcome everybody back to the show. I have a really special guest for you guys today. Her name is Kristen. She is the owner of Refine From Within, a holistic health coaching practice based on the wellness foundations of psychology, nutrition, and fitness. Kristen's purpose is to help women integrate self-care into their busy lifestyle. She's a mom of two little ones, enjoys spending time at the beach, and loves working out. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Thank you so much, Teresa. I know it sounds weird when I say that I love working out, but I really do. I'm one of those weird people that loves moving, loves being active. And uh, up here in Boston, the beach season is pretty much coming to a close. Mm -hmm. But I had a great summer and was able to to definitely get my toes in the sand a lot this summer. So sad to see it go, but there's always next year. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that the beach is so therapeutic. Just you know, being there, even just listening to the waves. I know it's, it's something that we enjoy doing out here. We have a little bit longer of a season, <laughs> each season over here in Southern California. Um, but yeah, we try to take advantage. Yep, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, tell us a little bit more about yourself, Kristen. Well, I got into the field of wellness in, in a formalized way. So I'm trained as a psychotherapist. So I started my career in helping others through social work. So I worked with children and families and I loved it. It was very rewarding and very challenging. And there were times when I would interact with families that I thought, you know, if, if they could eat a little bit cleaner, I bet they would feel better and visit the doctor less. If they could get a little bit more movement into their day, I bet it would reduce some of their stress levels. Mm -hmm. And I just, in the capacity that I was in, in that clinical focus, I didn't have that balanced training at that time. Coincide with, I became mom. So I had the opportunity to go to work part-time and stay at home with my first little one. And so I started to do psychotherapy outpatient. And again, noticing, gosh, you know, I wish I could talk to this person more about their nutrition or about how their movement, because I really think I could help them. So I started into the fitness industry and I started teaching fitness classes to pregnant and newly postpartum moms. And it was fantastic just being able to share a whole nother sliver of wellness that really was a piece of the puzzle. And again, I was still having people come to me saying, you know, gosh, you know, I I come to your workouts and I'm really not losing the weight. I don't know why. Um, And while they're talking to me, you know, they're having a donut and, you know, Dunkin Donuts coffee. And, you know, so I'm thinking I need some more nutrition training. So that's when I went back and got health coaching certification and really wanted to put that balanced approach together because I always felt whenever I was interacting with someone, whether it's their psychotherapist, their fitness trainer, or as their health coach, that I wanted to be able to tap into all three areas, psychology, how we think, how we feel, how do we observe and not judge those emotions, nutrition, how do we eat, how do we make food choices, why 
Why, you know, can it be okay to have a special, you know, treat? What does cheat versus treat even mean? You know, fitness and movement, how do we treat our bodies? How do we look at ourselves in the mirror and understand what is looking back at us? What does it mean to train for functional movement in life? And so that's how I really enjoy the health coaching because it brings it all together because I speak to all three areas of wellness for the women that I work with. I love that. And it, and it seems like it came from you just seeing what the need was, you right. found that there were struggles, that there were some missing pieces and you tried to kind of encompass all of that together to, to really get people to, to see results. Right. And to, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And to continue with results, right? Because you have to have all those little pieces in order to have kind of this long-term and like, like a lifestyle, right? Right. And that's, that's why holistic wellness really speaks to me. And I know that's one of those terms that a lot of people are like, what does that even mean? I don't mm-hmm. really understand. Yeah. So, you know, I went um, earlier this summer, don't tell my kids school, but we played hooky. <laughs> and I took my kids out of school and we went to um, an amusement park near here and they had this game. Um, you've probably seen it. It's called whack-a-mole mm-hmm. and it's the, the little, I think the little gopher guy pops his head up and you have this huge oversized hammer thing that you have to bop and try to bop him before he falls back into the hole. But then another one pops up and another one pops up. And as I was watching my my kids play this and they were they were joyous. They thought this frustration was hilarious. So they they had fun with it. It really spoke to me because I thought that's really what happens for the women that I work with is that they think, oh my gosh, here this pops up. This is the solution. I'm gonna buy this 28 day nutrition plan and I'm finally gonna eat great and it's awesome. So they buy it and just as they buy it, it disappears and they try that you know, quick fix and it just doesn't, it doesn't give them the solution, the, the long-term wellness that they want. And then all of a sudden something else pops up about learn how to meditate. I'm gonna teach you how to meditate and you're gonna get that zen zone wellness in your mind and in your body every day so they go for that and then they they can't integrate it because their lifestyle is so busy that mm-hmm. they just don't understand and this is sort of that was the visual that really spoke to me so that's what happens with the women that i work with is that they're constantly chasing whatever is the next big quick fix and they they go for it and you know women it's i'm not blaming them you know i do this too we go with our heart and mind and soul and our wallets into this solution thinking that this is going to be it this will finally be the one that'll get us there and it just doesn't get us there and then we think we did something wrong Mm -hmm. you know i didn't do it right or you know i didn't work the program hard enough it's not that there was anything wrong with you giving that program a try the problem was with the program not being cohesive if you know you can't clean out your thoughts and your plate and dust off your fitness shoes simultaneously doing one healthy change at a time then it's not going to be sustainable. You won't be able to maintain it. And you're only going to feel sort of good. You're going to feel okay. Maybe you have clean thoughts, but you're eating terribly and you're not moving. So making sure that you have a balanced 360 degree approach to wellness, that's what I really reinforce because that's what I want. I want to see that transformation, not today for the women that I work with, but I want to bump into them in 10 and 15 years and have them still looking and feeling just as fabulous as when they worked with me. Because if it's not sustained and maintained, I am not doing my job because it's not it's not helping them in the long term. I really want to see them achieve well beyond that we say goodbye. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. It's about sustainability. And that's the hardest part, right? Is keeping that, finding what works best for you and what, what's mm-hmm. best for your needs. And then maintaining that, but also adjusting as you progress in life, right? Because Absolutely. we change and we have babies or, you know, we, we get into menopause or whatever that may be. It's mm-hmm. all about finding what's best for you and then being able to sustain that and adjust as needed. Right. And I think it's really more challenging for women today than for say my mother's generation mm-hmm. because of the dreaded social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time you click point, share, whatever, comment, and someone will put something in your inbox as well, you see these things, you know, and you think, gosh, you know, that person is my age, or that person has the same amount of kids I have, or that person lives in my community. They look like they're crushing it. Why can't I? Mm-hmm. You know, just recently, there was a very famous um, person, she she turned 52 and she posted a, a photo of herself in a bikini and this, you know, video and she looks fantastic. And, you know, this really hit the media of OMG, look at how fantastic she looks at 52. But they were not really emphasizing that that's what 52 looks like for her. Right. Not necessarily what it looks like for every other person. And mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on in that person's life. And that's where I always stress to the women that I work with is like, never compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Mm-hmm. You don't know if that person's been training for 10 years, you don't know if they have a personal trainer, a personal chef, an assistant, you don't know what they have behind the scenes. Genetics. So I think it's more challenging with social media, because they look at that, and they think that's reality. But there's mm-hmm. so much more going on beyond that. So I really try to get women to focus on their own reality and what What's important to you and what do you want to see when you're 52, not what this person is seeing when they are 52. Right. Yeah. And yeah, social media is so tricky because you can find inspiration, right? On social media, but then you can also find yourself in a really tricky position where you're comparing and mm-hmm. you don't know, like you said, you don't know um, what it took to get to what that person looks like. And of course right. we can see the outside right? That's, that's all we have access to is what we see um, externally, but we don't know what's going on internally. Right. And that's how, you know, the holistic wellness comes into play. What, what do you think is the most important thing when we're talking about all these different areas, like our emotional, mental health and physical health, which one do you think is the one that we can maybe focus on at the beginning so that we kind of have a foundation to build on? Well, I have two answers to that. One is that wherever you're going to start, that's the best starting line for you. You know, for some people lacing up their shoes and starting to go walking, if that's what you can do for a healthy change today for you, fantastic. You go ahead and do that. If you want to start eating one salad a week, to get going on cleaning out your plate, then you do that. You know, for some people, I really want to emphasize it just takes one healthy change at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not about, and this sort of goes into my second place of, you know, it's not about wiping the slate clean and doing these massive changes. Like you're going to go on a juicing diet for 28 days. Why would you want to do that? You know, if, <laughs> if that's medically recommended, then that's one thing. But you know, for a lot of us, 
there's so much more going on psychologically. And that leads to the second point being that, you know, if you want to clean out your thoughts, just remember this, that your thoughts, your feelings and emotions are very well sustained, you know, habits and have been sustained and maintained for many, many years. So give yourself grace, give yourself patience because you are learning a new skill. I, I sometimes equate it with, with um, the women that I work with to say, look, it's almost like I'm teaching you how to drive in a foreign country. I'm putting you on the other side of the car and I'm putting you on the other side of the road. Now, you know how to drive, you know where the wheel is, you know what to do with your feet, you know what the stick shift is for, you know, you know where pedestrians are and what to do. But you have to learn. It's not going to be automatic. You're relearning these skills. So again, a lot of people will say, well, gosh, I know how to eat healthy or, you know, I know how to exercise. But remember, you're relearning this in a new and healthy way for your adjusted body, because you don't exercise, eat and move the same way you do at, at your 40s as you did at your 20s. Mm-hmm. And when you're in your 60s, it's going to be a totally different ball game. So just give yourself the presence and the grace to know that wherever you're choosing to start, it's going to take a little bit of time to, to learn it. And not every fix is going to be for you. So to give yourself that patience, you know, not everybody's meant to eat seaweed. It's a very healthy green, but it's not for everyone. So give things a try and just say, okay, this works for me. This doesn't. And patience and grace are, are two things that I think could really really be helpful in getting one foot in front of the other, no matter you choose it for your fork or your plate or for your mind. Yeah, I agree. Um, what do you think as far as um, support? Um, so I have worked with women who, you know, really do want to make changes um, create healthy habits, but they may not have the support um, from maybe family members friends, just like their environment, what, what type of advice uh, would you give women who are in that situation? A support network is really important. Um, and I'll explain it professionally as well as personally, you know, whatever support network you choose, making sure that you have ones that are formalized, you know, formal and informal, professional and um, personal understanding that sometimes you might need a professional you might need to actually get that accountability with say a personal trainer or going and seeing a registered dietitian or sitting down with a therapist and really getting that professional accountability guidance and training so that you can build and learn new skills now on the personal side this is where you really have to sit and have that one-on-one conversation with yourself And again, I would always recommend doing this type of exercise with a pen and a paper. Again, we are very, you know, digitally uh, monitored and, you know, everybody likes to type and and do that kind of thing. But really sitting down with a pen and piece of paper, old school, and really determining what is your why, Mm -hmm. you know, visualizing what it would feel like to be on the other side of whatever change it is that you're choosing, whether you're going to move more, you're going to eat cleaner, you're going to think kinder whatever you choose, what would it be like on the other side? What will you leave behind? What will you gain? And really sit with this type of visualization exercise, writing it down and having it in a place that you can keep personal and private so that when things get difficult, when you feel unsupported, know that the most important person to support you is there and that is yourself. Mm -hmm. Back to that writing, really sit with it and read through it and go, yes, 
this is what I knew it was going to feel like when I got there. I can keep going. So, you know, getting the professional supports, if you need that accountability, guidance and skill building, but then also having that personal support because it will be difficult. Change is part of human nature. We all do it each and every day, but it's also difficult when you have those hardline habits that are just hardwired into your everyday. So having to recheck in and be like, okay, right, this is my why, this is what I'm working for. And giving yourself little breaks and treats along the way because change is hard. So if you support yourself by saying, okay, well, you know, I, I got up six mornings in the row and I worked out and now I'm gonna take a couple of days off and I'm gonna sleep in and enjoy it. Or, you know, eating in an 80-20, 80% clean, 20% treat you know, and really thinking of it that way, you know, just giving yourself these little breaks and treats can allow you to get that motivation to get up the next day and be like, I'm ready. I can do it. It's another day. Here we go. Yeah. I love that. And I can, you know, I can see it in my, my own, um, my own story, as far as thinking about it as I'm gaining something rather than losing so when I was going to start working out, it wasn't that I was losing some time because I was going to be, you know, focusing on a workout. It was, I'm gaining, you know, time to myself and I'm going to be gaining energy later on in the day. So if I started off with a workout, that was a gain. So trying to shift my focus to more of a gain rather than a loss, I think really helped me understand um, you know, the, the benefits of all of this, the benefits of me focusing on myself and focusing on self-care. And the science, uh, Teresa, really reinforces that because I say this in my fitness classes all the time that, you know, we, we after age 50, uh, people lose about 1% of their body's muscle mass each and every year. That's just part of metabolism for all of us, unless you keep doing strength training. And it doesn't matter if you're picking up a two pound weight, a five pound weight or a 25 pound weight. Any amount of weight training helps to slow down that muscle loss across the body. And, you know, you think about what you're gaining. Studies have shown that if you do weight training and cardio <clears throat> at least three times a week, after a year, you will have regained six minutes on your lifespan, which wow. is crazy to think about. So, you know, I always tell people, if you're going to do 60 minutes of cardio and strength training, as you're motivating and running through the workout and you think, oh, I can't pick this up. I don't want to do this last rep, this set. I, I don't want to do it. Don't think about what you can't do in the moment. Think about what you're going to do with that extra six minutes at the end of the year. You are gaining time on your life by staying fit and by staying healthy. So the science does reinforce exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that is, that is uh, kind of crazy to think about, but I mean, it makes sense, right? Um, so before we kind of wrap this up, um, I just wanted to see if there was anything we didn't talk about that you think would be important for the listeners. I think, you know, whether it's, you know, if you're a mom staying at home or you're a mom who heads into work every single day, you know, wherever you're at in your mom journey, know that this portion, this, it's just a sliver of time in your life. When your babies are little, when you have the opportunity to step out and, and create a business or contribute to someone else's, 
and just really sit with that moment and cherish it because motherhood goes, I know someone told me this once when my babies were little and I thought you are so right that the, the days go by slowly, but the years go by fast. Yes. And, you know, I have many mom friends, you know, my mommy friend next door, her, her youngest just went off to college and her other one graduated and has moved away. So she's finally after, you know, 20 some odd years has an empty house. And that's, that's an adjustment. It's got to be different. It's something that you're looking forward to as a parent when, you know, you're in the thick of it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, when it's gone, it is gone. So really just sit and cherish these moments that, you know, you will look back on this and feel happiness and feel joy if you tune in now. Mm-hmm. If you're racing through it and you're not even noticing it and it's going by too fast, that's that's what would really break my heart for the moms listening is that I, I don't want you to miss out your babies are your babies forever but they're young for only a sliver of time in your life so enjoy it tune in enjoy your work enjoy your contribution because this moment has already passed so tune in so that you can tune out all of the the useless clutter and noise that we just don't need in our lives yeah that i mean that that really hits home because I I'm just thinking about my kids who are right now, 11 and 12. And when I, I mean, my husband and I started our health journey together, they were toddlers Mm -hmm. when we started doing that. And I feel like we, we did gain so much by starting off so early because now that they see this as our lifestyle, like they don't, they don't see it any other way. And, you know, they're, they're active and, you know, they want to do things with us, whether it's a bike ride or a walk or anything. And, and it's, it's such an amazing feeling to have that they're going to pass that on to their children. If we continue to do this and continue to get them involved in, you know, the importance of taking care of you. Right. Totally. Totally. And it's great. My son, when he gets stressed, he does deep breathing and he'll do little <laughs> yoga exercises, which I find hilarious. That is so cute. But my daughter, she's just wired differently. And when she gets stressed, she needs to move. So the other day she was getting stressed. So she said, mommy, I need a workout. And she started doing some burpees and some push-ups, you know, and I was like, you go girl, you do what you need to do. And just, it's, you know, you don't realize all the little ears and the little eyes that are watching you and wanting to take their little footsteps right along with you. So make a healthy choice for yourself today. And you'll see the benefits not only in your, your wellness, but in the wellness of your children down the line. And that's really what it's all about. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm a little jealous because my kids still don't, if they have a lot of energy, they'll still, you know, do other things other than <laughs> deep breathing and they'll do a little bit parkour in the living room. And there you uh, go. yeah, but um, you know, it's a little dangerous, but we're getting there. Yep. Yeah. Well, this was fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, how can um, my audience, you know, find out more about what you do about your program and maybe some resources you have? They can definitely check out refinefromwithin.com. That's my website. And I have two great free ways to interact with me. As a fitness trainer, I teach fitness classes online so they can get a free workout with me. I always like them to come on and just try it out, see what they think. I teach at three different levels so that that way, no matter where your first step is, coming into class is the right one. 
Um, and then also I have a free emotional toolkit. It's a great way to introduce yourself to what is cohesive wellness. I touch upon different things that you can do, healthy changes that you can make in your life through psychology, nutrition, and fitness. So it's a, it's a great way to really put your toe into the pool of wellness and really understand what cohesive wellness could mean for you in your life. So those are both at refinefromwithin.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Kristen, for your time. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Organized Chaos. We'll see you next week. Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. On iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath ratings and reviews and click on write a review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.